four, three, two, one. What's going on, everybody, man? It's your boy, El Profe, Streets of Professor, with another fucking hit classic off. Hits off the streets. You already know what time it is, man. Buenas tardes, buenas noches, wherever you are at listening to us. Thank you very much. It has been a pleasant and a joyous ride to be with all you guys, and I want to thank all our listeners that have been tuning in with us. And today, we have... Family in the building, man. I got my family member from Denver, Colorado joining us. My boy, Darren Paez. Yo, holla at them, boy. Introduce yourself, kid. How y'all doing out there in Arizona? Oh, we, where else we listen? Where, 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 we, where we reaching to, my brother? Oh, we, yo, we're reaching everybody, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself, kid. Yeah, my name is uh, Darren Paez. I grew up here in Denver, Colorado, 5280-303, college educated. I worked for the United States Postal Service. That's where I met my brother here. And uh, I'm just enjoying uh, learning something new. I've never done this before, brother, so I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm willing to answer whatever you need me to answer for you, my man. (laughs) That's what I love about the program, man. Everybody doesn't know what to expect when they come onto the show, and that's one of my favorite things about it because they're so nervous for the first 10, 15 minutes, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, shit, it's like if we were chilling at the bar or at the titty bar or at the the coffee shop, you know what I mean? Just hanging out. I mean, I could play music in front of a thousand people and not be nervous, but this is kind of nervous. I'm kind of nervous. (laughs) That's what's up, Doc. So uh, tell us, man, how's the weather up there right now? It's terrible. I think it was about 11 degrees today. Fuck. Tomorrow it's supposed to warm up to about 25. And then Saturday's like 9 and Sunday's like 5. So <laughs> there's an Arctic front coming down from Canada that we're going to eat it. And uh, by next week, it's supposed to be back in the high 40s. So you know how Colorado is, kids. You were here. Oh, yeah, you for sure. Yeah. For sure, yeah, for sure. So I want to tell yeah. everybody how uh, I actually got to meet Darren, man. Uh, so I was on a detailed job, and I signed up to go work in Denver. You know, thinking, let's get out of here, Arizona, for a while. You know, I'm used to traveling with the wildland firefighters and everything. But the time that I went to Denver, the first day that I got there, it was so nice and neat, you know, nice and clean and everything. And the next day, fuck, a snowstorm just hit us for like two straight days. And I'm out there delivering paper in the fucking snow. I'm like, what the fuck is this Bato doing out here? (laughs) But I was really grateful to meet a lot of great people out there in Denver. And I got to say a big shout out to Frank the Tank. And big shout outs to Cameron, man, who I want to get a hold of, which I will text after this program too as well. He's a professional arm wrestler. How's Cameron doing, dog? Is he still at the station with you guys? He's doing a great job. Uh, he's got a new job, a new job, a new route. Okay. He's enjoying it. He's getting to learn his customers. They're not moving him around. He's starting to fill the post office a little bit better. Um He'd probably like to have more time with his family. He has family out in Tennessee. For sure. So, but uh, I think he would really love to hear from you, bro. I oh, mean, for we, sure. Your energy, when you were with us, for the short time you were with us, your energy was strong, brother. Made made us have a smile when we went to work. Hell so, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, we do miss you, man. We do miss you. Cameron would love to hear from you, I'm sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm going to text him and uh, holler at him, too, as well. But you, let me tell you something, man. When I got up to Denver, I was received with open arms at our station that we were there, and it has been uh, family since then, especially getting to meet Darren, man. Uh, I went in there the first day, actually the second day, all bundled up. I looked like uh, Ralphie's brother from uh, the Christmas story all bundled up and these guys were just looking at me like what the fuck are you wearing bro <laughs> yeah I learned how to layer up for Colorado yeah for sure yeah. but we had a badass time out there man you guys took uh, good care of your boy here and i'm just glad that i made a difference out there with you guys too as well it was a good time out there in denver i actually signed up to go uh, work over there again but they never called me back this time around so hopefully down the line maybe next year or uh this year we can make that yeah. happen again to go see you guys again that'd be dope even just to go travel out there man i loved it out there it was fun out there yeah it's great uh, colorado is really great um there used to be a saying that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes. <laughs> but uh, we, uh, it, the weather has changed a lot from when I was a kid. I okay. mean, when we get snow in October, back in, let's say, 1975, 1980, that snow was there for a long time. For sure. I mean, now we have a lot of good days, you know, I mean, with the, you know, what's going on in our atmosphere, a lot of things are changing, so... I mean, we're basically almost turning into Arizona. We just don't get over 100 very often. Oh, but that's nice, though. Even though the days when it wasn't snowing over there, I enjoyed my time because it was nice, man. It was really good. So tell us a little bit about Colorado, dog. Like, what are good places to go out there? What is there to see? What would you recommend for somebody going over there for the first time? Oh, hit the mountains. Uh, if you like to ski, you like to mix it up in the snow. It would be the mountains. Um, we do a lot of things in the mountains in the summer also. Um, you can do uh, a lot of, um, what's that called, where you get on the zip line. We got a lot of zip line trails. Oh, damn, a lot, been of, sick. A lot of kayaking through the rivers, through the mountains. Uh, we have amusement parks out here. Um, we have one amusement park that's been open since the early 1900s. Oh damn! With the old, yeah, with the old wooden roller coaster and all that <laughs> stuff. Um, you know, our specialty mainly is the mountains. I mean, there's a we have a great uh, Chicano community in Colorado, which I grew up in. Um, my, one of my primos is Corky Gonzalez, oh. which everybody in the Southwest knows. For real, I was a, yeah, I was a baby during the movement. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of the stuff that that happened i had to learn from my parents from family from corky's older daughters they're all they've all been teachers to me my whole life That's what's and uh there's nothing like being proud of who you are respect to that appreciate respect i mean to that. we're americans and that's great but we're Chicanos, and that's beautiful. Hell yeah, so, man. So that, that brings me, you know what? Big shout out to all the Chicano race. Hey, and if you guys can see Darren's hat right there, yo, stay right there real quick. I'm going to take a real pic, a picture right there. Bam! That's what's up. He's repping a puro Chicano hat right now, man. So big shout outs to you, dog, and big shout out to the Chicano uh, community out there in Denver. I had the pleasure of meeting a lot of Chicanos out there, bro, on the routes that I was at when mm -hmm. we were delivering – 
and they took care of me big time man i had i met people from sacatecas like yeah. all over the place man every Jalisco, time I, yeah yeah, yeah for real every time i pass by they'll be like oye catero you want some tacos and a beer and i was like i'll take the tacos <laughs> <laughs> yo that's great dog so how you been bro yeah. what's, what's good what's good wonderful yeah? and let me just say this too is um every year we have a a, a, a big day is Dia de los Muertos. Uh-huh. And we started this off nine years ago, and there was just like 100 people. Okay. This, this year, brother, we had 27 altars, uh, three mariachi bands, dancers, everything. Everybody that showed up got fed. We had over 1,500 people show up in that one day. Damn. So um, a lot of people show up just to see what it's about. For sure. And a lot of people in this country don't understand it's not the same thing as Halloween. No, that's... There's that- something different about our, our Latino culture that's been going on for, I don't know, centuries probably. For sure. You know, but uh, I just wanted to say that Denver is changing. Awesome. Because it was a struggle more back in the 60s and 70s. Now it's a beautiful reality nice. that everybody everybody wants to get involved with. Even the gringos. They show <laughs> up because the food's good, man. Hell yeah. They, they already yeah. know where the food is at, dog. You know? Yeah. So Denver, so, so Denver is turning brown, it's saying. Caquita <laughs> <laughs> <Kakita> brown. <laughs> That's cool, dog. That's good to see other races. Uh, take up our culture you know what i mean um if you guys are listening to the program you guys know that i made a dia de los muertos podcast too as well that way you guys can get educated on what dia de los muertos is darren hit it on the nose right now it is not another halloween for us it is a celebration of life where we give those that have passed and that have traveled well that we give them that chance to come back and hang out with us for a day. And then we give those kids that have passed away too a chance to come and be with the family in spirit and in love and in culture, which is so dope. And if you guys get a chance, listen to that podcast, Dia de los Muertos Special, brought to you by El Profe, Streets of Professor. I'm glad you touched base on that, dog. So that's fucking dope, man. How, how so uh, Chicanos out there, man? It, it's, I would love I would love to see our two states. Do something together, you know. Uh, you, a lot of us back in the day used to have to go to California to make things happen, you know, and and uh, live our culture. But the, the the Latino community is getting so big, especially on this part of the country, that it would be great if we can do something, put something together as a state, you know, and just go back and forth. Because a lot of people don't, and you'll this is kind of strange because I, I know a lot about Arizona because I play a lot of golf. Yeah. And we'll touch I base on that too. Yeah. And, uh, there's a lot of people that don't understand how wonderful Arizona is. For sure. You know, some people think, oh, that's a red state. <laughs> well, no, not necessarily, man. There's a lot of people that, that feel what we feel here in Colorado. And, uh, what do you? What is that? Tequila? Oh hell no, bro! I can't drink, dog. Uh, it's a uh, fucking uh, Cascade Ice and Orange Mango, man. Getting my vitamin C before I hit the gym right now. <laughs> I wish it was tequila, man. Yeah, I got sick, bro. I I, I got sick a while back ago, and then uh, I had to stop for a while. 
And then I, yeah. I picked it up again, and I got sick again. So I'm just trying to take it off, you know, take it easy. Well, and I understand. Yeah. Listen to my body, bro. Your body is your temple, you know what I mean? I understand, 100%. Oh, yeah, Doc, big time, big time. So it brings me to this question. Um, okay. You're talking about Chicanos right now. What does it mean to be Chicano, Doc? To me personally or to personally. all of us? Nah, personally. Oh, it, it makes me very proud. Okay. Um, to be a Chicano because as an American you're part of a, a something bigger than you for sure but um, as a Chicano it's a wonderful feeling in your heart that generations have struggled and we're still here for real nobody, nobody chased us away because we make a contribution to this country. Big time. And plus we're very beautiful people. <laughs> very. <laughs> I, I agree on that but, one, Doc. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, you know, you, you go to any, I'm sure this happens in Arizona. You go to any Mexican restaurant in town and it's 65% gringo in there having, <laughs> so they love, they love us too. Oh yeah, for you know, sure. My, yeah. My mom was born in uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico. My father was from Trinidad, Colorado. Okay. So, and my grandparents were also Americans, but they never stopped teaching us where we come from. And that's a wonderful thing, my brother, because you, just like I started off in, in music playing the bass guitar. Okay. And when I switched to congas, you play congas with your heart. As, you know, it's not as much as reading the music. It's more you're playing from a, 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 a El Corazon. Yeah, you're feeling the rhythm and feeling the flow, you know? Yeah, and as a Latino or Chicano, that's the same thing. That's what's up. You feel, you feel it from inside you. It's You know what I mean? Um, I'm struggling. I'm finding the word, but it's deep <laughs> in what we live through, what, what our culture, when we, when we eat at the dinner table, you know, a lot of you, like you, you see, you speak perfect Spanish. Mm -hmm. You're a generation younger than me. Yeah. I grew up in that generation where it was a no-no yeah. to teach your kids Spanish. That's crazy. My, my, my mama, she spoke four languages. Damn. Respect. And, I mean, I struggle yeah, yeah. To, to speak Spanish. I have to really listen and then get it. And, I, I mean, I am getting better. Um... I have to give credit to my girlfriend that I'm seeing now. Yeah. She's from, she's from Cuba. Ooh, what's up? So, <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah so, you you got to learn, she, Doug. She's, <laughs> she's only been in this country for less than two years. Oh, that's cool. So, so she struggles. I struggle, but it works. Hey, it's it's a know? learning process. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, and I, yeah. and I know the word that you're looking for is called respect, Doug. That's the word that yeah. you're looking for right there, you know? I think, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I respect everybody's culture. I was raised to respect everybody's culture, everybody's religion. Um, but to love your own means more. Oh, yeah, for to sure. Love, yeah. 
And that's one thing that we uh, say on the program. You got to love yourself first, you know what I mean, in order to succeed in life. Because once you start loving yourself, you're going to start loving other people too as well, you know? And you're going to start loving their culture. You're going to start loving uh, everything about other people too as well. You got to be open-minded about that. That's, that's dope, bro. I, and respect. You heard it here first, man, from Darren, dog. This is your boy, El Profe, Streets of Professor. That's right, man. I'm bringing you education to the program today, y'all. That's what's up, man. This is your boy. Uh, hits off the streets check us out on all platforms go ahead and download your Podbean app we will be up and running on our youtube channel pretty soon too as well big shout outs to our co-host uh the homeboy seth baby d and to our new co-host compaterco uh these guys have been pushing this program like crazy and i've surrounded myself with a great team Big shout-outs to B-Cash as well. Big shout-outs to Tyler Harding. Big shout-outs to Bacanora Danzari. And also big shout-outs to Fernie, man. If it wasn't for you guys, man, this program wouldn't be what it is. But today, our special guest, man, is joining us from Colorado via telephone, the homeboy Darren, man. Man, it's so good to see you, dog. Hell yeah, bro. It's been a minute, man. Hey. That's good, man. I'm glad that uh, we have stayed in contact because uh, you've uh, opened uh, up the Denver for me with open arms, bro. And, and I really respect that. And I appreciate that about you, man. Much love, my man. Yeah. Hey, anytime, anytime I can help you out, brother, I'm here for you. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate okay. that. That's love right yeah. there. Dog. Big time. Yeah. So, uh, you just touched base on a couple of things. You said you wrote the short bus to school. Uh, so did we, <laughs> <laughs> but you are an educated man, which I respect. So my man right here. And I'm going to let him introduce himself, but he's a tiger. And I'm not going to tell you from what school he graduated from. And it's a university, but he's a tiger. Go ahead and talk about that experience, bro. So that's um, very interesting. You brought that up. Uh, so I went to the uh, Louisiana State University and it was almost by accident because I started off here in Greeley at the University of Northern Colorado and uh, I hated it. I didn't like it. I told I, my mom. Told my dad, "This kid's gonna drop out. He's, he's having hard." So my dad was already living in Baton Rouge. He lived in a small town co- called Gonzales, Louisiana. Yeah, and that's uh, crazy. I know, right? I mean, I grew up with Gonzales with my cousin, but uh, yeah, he. Um, hey, that's my cousin. He said, well, son, well, son uh, he goes. You got four choices. He goes. You could join the military. You could come and live with me. You could go check out Tulane, LSU, Mississippi State, Mississippi, wherever you want to go. I'll just pay for it. But you're not going to be a bum because you have too much to offer for to sure. be a bum. For sure. So um, I went down there. There's no Latinos in Louisiana <laughs> in the 80s, brother. <laughs> they didn't know what the hell to make of me. <laughs> but, but, but my dad had a, a, a great job, a great position with Shell. He worked for Shell Chemical nice. for uh, 40 years. Wow. And uh, they wouldn't allow me to get uh, into school until the following fall. Okay. So I knew no one. All I did every day was play golf, hit balls, and eat. <laughs> for, for six straight months, that's all I did. And I was already a decent golfer. I played you know, high school golf in Colorado. And I got pretty good, and um, I ended up beating LSU's number one guy. That's how I got my scholarship. That is dope, yeah, bro. That, uh, yeah, I mean, it ended up being a wonderful experience. I wouldn't have traded it for anything now. It was a little scary when you're 
18 year old 125 pound chicano oh for real trying to you know trying to weave your way through the south oh i could imagine that i mean much love to the south there's some crazy stuff that goes on down there but um it's still the united states so You know, you got to remember you belong here. For sure. You got to tell yourself there when you don't look like everybody else. I mean, I had people come up to me in the cafeteria and asking me, what are you? <laughs> and uh, yeah, until I made friends, I made friends with my humor. Yeah. I said, listen, I'll tell you what I am, but you have to do your own research to find out what that is. That's dope. And so they go, okay, what is it? And I said, well, I'm a Chicano. And, uh, I didn't see him for like a month before they figured it out because it was, you couldn't just Google anything back in 1986. What were you, a cockroach? No, Chicano. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I ended up making friends. Um, I learned a new culture. I mean, the food is amazing in that part of the country. For sure. Um, I I visit. I still have friends that I uh, went to school with and I played golf with. Nice. Um, I actually, uh, was friends with Chris Jackson in, in college who changed his, he's, a, he changed to Muslim. Mm-hmm. He's uh, his name is Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf. He's a wonderful human being, a uh, very gentle spoken man. Big shout out to Chris uh, Jackson. I, I was at, I was at LSU when Shaq was there. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Roberts. Um, we all kind of stayed in the, in the athletic dorms at the time. That's cool. Until uh, I had to spend one semester in the dorm before I could move home. Okay. And, and go to school from my dad's house. But uh, I don't think I would change it. I mean, um, when I was grad- about to graduate from high school, I only had three colleges that were interested in me. Uh-huh. And um, one of them was the University of New Mexico. Okay. But I made the mistake by taking my mother with me on the trip to check out the school. <laughs> and she's seen all the beautiful women in New Mexico. She goes, you'll, she goes, you'll never send here. You're not going here. So that ended up my New Mexico uh, possibilities. But no, it was, I mean, I wouldn't change anything, bro. I mean, I've, I've been very fortunate. Things kind of fell in my lap. Thanks to my parents. I mean, you know, they cared about me. You know, they could have said, you know, just let him be a bum. For but sure. they didn't. For sure. And uh, big shout outs to mom uh, and dad, man. Oh God, yes. Yeah, I mean everybody out there. You, I mean, you have a mother and father that took care of you and straightened you out. They did something wonderful for you. For sure. That a lot of people, a lot of people don't have that. Exactly, especially you in know? our culture too, Doug. You know what I mean? A lot, yeah. a lot of people in our yeah. culture grow up with nana, tata, tío, tía, or their brother yeah. and sister. Sometimes, you know what I mean. And they, yeah, they, they don't know, understand the struggle, but they, it, it's like that everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember my father and, and my primo Corky telling me, Hey, we've set the path for you. You can't buy, you don't blame the white man. If you don't make it, <laughs> it's, it's, the doors are wide open for you for sure now. Yeah. So, I mean, there's always some roadblocks, but I, I think it all depends on how you handle it. Exactly. You know? how you maneuver through life. And, uh, yeah, I, I never, uh, I don't have any complaints. I mean, I'm probably an underachiever to some degree Yeah. because I only taught school for three years. And then I started trying to make more money because at the time my wife was going to law school and I, I wanted to try to help her pay her bills down. So we weren't paying bills till we were 60, you know, yeah. school, school bills. But, um, 
That's why one of the reasons I made the decision to leave what I was doing and I started working for the post office because I can teach golf in the evening and work for the post office and make more money to help my wife. For sure, for sure. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, that's why the post office, uh, 27 years. Yeah, congratulations. I've been doing, I've been doing, I know, right? <laughs> and, I mean, I'll be 60 years old in a year and a half. And I was thinking maybe at 60, maybe I'll go back into education. That's cool. I can't, I don't think I'll ever be able to fully retire. Yeah. Because I like to, you know, I kind of, a, you know me. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of a spaz. I got to keep, <laughs> got to keep the mind right. I, I mean, you can't play golf every day. You'll drive yourself crazy. For sure. And I love playing my drums. I love playing with different type of bands. Um, I'm very fortunate. I have some homeboys in, in Miami. Yeah. In, Cle in Cleveland, where the Latin music scene is hot. Nice. I went to Cleveland for a wedding. I couldn't believe it, bro. Cleveland, Cleveland out of all Ohio, places, huh? Cleveland, Ohio <laughs> is the shit, brother, yeah. for Latin music. Wow. I met some. I met some people from Puerto Rico, from Cuba. They were wonderful musicians. Nice. And down there, you want to sit in, sit in. Nice. There's no. Uh, there's no ego. That's cool. Like we have, we have bad ego in our music scene here. Oh, yeah. they, they chase the dollar instead of loving the music For to sure. some degree. Yeah. There's good bands here. Don't get me wrong. Sure. And there's people that play in bands in this town that help me with my music a lot. But it's a different vibe, brother, in Miami and Cleveland. Oh, I could imagine yeah. that. I was sitting on the beach one day after doing a set, wiping my face off because of the humidity. <laughs> some, guy, some guy tapped me on the back and said, man, you guys sounded tight, bro. Nice. I turned around. It was Pitbull. What? Blew my mind. Yeah. I said, I started shaking. I go, thank you. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he was just walk. He was walking through the sand with a couple of his boys, like you know, like nothing. Yeah. It's his town. He's Mister Three Hundred Five, you know. So, yeah, he told me that, and I said, "Well, man, I must be doing something right For sure. to have this ge this gentleman come over here and say that to me." Damn. I wish I would have picked up my phone. I was so nervous when I met him. <laughs> I didn't even think to reach into my pocket. Could I get a picture? So, but uh, hey, I've but been lucky. Yeah, I've been lucky. Music to meet some pretty cool people. That's dope. Yeah, yeah music, yeah. music, man. We always say it on the program. Music is universal. Music is what makes the world go around, man. And music fuels that blood in your body. It fuels the power in your mind. It, it, it's beautiful, dog. Hey. I 100%. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till I can jam with you and your boys. Hell yeah, man. We're excited. I already told everybody about you, dog. Everybody's really excited to meet you and uh, jam out, man. So I'm going to have to drive. Oh, you're good, dog. I'm going to have to drive down there because I'm not I'm not scratching my congas on the plane. Oh, fuck no. I wouldn't either, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're too expensive to replace. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah dog. Fuck yeah, man. So, congos, man. Uh, talk, talk to us about that, dog. Like, how did you get involved with that? Like, what is it that struck your mind to say, you know oh. what? That's the thing that I want to pick up. Yeah, so that's a good question. That's a wonderful question because I can answer it. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> So it was probably about 18 years ago, 19 years ago, me and my wife were in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada, and we were at a Santana concert, which, you know, I'm a sick Santana. I've seen Santana 41 times in concert. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Carlos, man. We're going to get you on the program. I got to meet Carlos a couple of times. Really cool dude, man. 
He's our patron, man. Yeah. He's uh, maestro. He's done so much for us. Oh yeah. But um, we were coming out, and I had the VIP thing, so I seen this guy just hitting some combinations on his congas, okay. and it was it was separate from the show. And I was watching him, and my wife had told me what 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 interests you, and I said, well, I want to try that when I when we get home, I want to try it. I didn't know anything about the congas. I, of course, I'm a, I was a bass player. But I said, that really feels good. So I come home. I go to Guitar Center because I don't, you know. And they have a little small section for, yeah. you know, for uh, hitting drums and everything. And I met this guy. He was from Egypt. Wow. He grew up in New Jersey. And he was uh, on on our side of the earth here. And he was just a guy that got a job at um, Guitar Center. So I go to his house. I told him about it. He goes, well, yeah, come over. I'll show you some combinations. I'll show you the basic tumbao. He started showing me things. And then he put on a video. He was jamming with Mark Anthony's band on yeah, tour that at dope. one point. Damn. He actually played the congas with Mark Anthony. And he toured with uh, Cindy Lauper. What? And played the- they played the kid. So this guy was a down musician. Yeah. Just working just working like us, you know. Yeah. Within three months, brother, he had me playing with bands. Nice. So I mean I already had it, the intuition of music in me. For sure. I grew up I grew up in Catholic school, so they made us learn how to read music before we could play. But um yeah, I just when I started playing, I mean, I just talking about it, I get goosebumps. Yeah, dope. Because when you hit those, when you hit those skins, man, with your with your bare hands, uh-huh. it gives you, it gives you a different feeling. Oh, I could imagine. And that's probably the best way to explain it. You you play from your heart, yeah. your corazón. Yeah, the, and, vi- uh, the vibrations. Yeah. yeah, sometimes when you play bass, it gets kind of stagnant because you you know you're playing two notes in most you know most cases. Yeah. Most bands don't let the bass player freestyle unless you're in the Red Hot Chili Peppers or something. But <laughs> it, it, I mean, I hate to say this, but it got a little boring. Okay, the that, bass, and that's fair so, to say, though, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. fair to say. So you yeah. were like, you know, I, I love the bass, I love what I do, but yet the Congo is where it's at, man. This is what yeah. fuels my fire. Yeah, the things you learn, and most of you, and then you you start getting into the. The Latin music, the uh, playing salsa, bachata, you know, uh, ragaton. Yeah. You start playing those tunes, and you almost teach yourself. Dope. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not like just just not like it's not like you're looking and reading the music. Yeah, you're you're actually feeling the music for sure as it goes. Yeah, and, and that that's a wonderful thing. You're feeling the vibes, and then you see everybody dancing, yeah. and you're picking up yeah. off of their vibes, and you're just like, okay, exactly. boop, 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 exactly. that's dope. 100%, bro, 100%, <laughs> yeah. It's a wonderful thing. That's dope. So is there like a certain technique that you guys do when you guys are slapping? Because you guys are basically slapping it, right? Well, with your left hand is your is your bass hand. Okay. So that's the flat, that's the flat slap. Okay. And then you pick it up, you do basic tumbao is, you want me to grab a drum and show you real quick? Fuck yeah, grab the drum, man. I could, yeah, I could do, let me see if I can grab one, I'll grab the conga. Yeah, don't worry about I'll it, I'll, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do some sponsorships out right now, and I'll throw out everything that I need. Yo, man, this okay. is your boy, Ed Profe, Streets of Professor. That's right, man. We got the homeboy, Darren, from Colorado, joining us via telephone on this interview. He is going to show us the technique on the Congos. How fucking dope is this? Yo, man, I wish you guys could be seeing this right now, but one of these days, trust me, Darren and I will be together, and we will put on a show for you guys. I want to go ahead and shout out our sponsors right now, Bacanora Danzari, the Spirit of agave for the contemporary woman truth and humor my homeboy tyler harding for doing all the clothing line that he does for us and also i want to go ahead and shout out uh the golf resort 425 south power road uh go ahead and book your quinceaneras your parties and i also want to shout out box and mail at 1155 south power road for doing all that they do for your homeboy chris man i appreciate that and prophet streets of professor i got my boy right now gonna get down on some kangos watch out now hasta vichy <laughs> i'm glad you guys ain't seeing this right now but uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so can can you see the drum? Oh yeah, I All can right. see it. Okay, so the basic technique of the conga is uh this is your bass hand and this is your slap hand. Okay. Feel the feel the difference? Oh yeah, big time. So you go the basic tumba would be When you hit with your with your bass hand, you hit it flat. Okay. Then you you pick it up, but you never take your the, the pad off the off the drum. Okay. This hand is your your slap hand. Okay. And you you want to hit it right here Orale. in your hand, not your fingers. The bottom you of your hand. It. Yeah, you don't want to go too low. You want right in the center. Okay. So you get you get that you get that slap. Damn. Okay, so that's like, so the first one, you keep your hand flat, your base hand flat when you go like that. Okay. The second time you go through, you lift this hand so the sound's different yeah. with this hand. Most definitely, I just, so, heard, I just heard that. Yeah, so the basic thing is uh, practice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, use the metronome. Yep. And if you use that. It's, it could be very boring and tedious, <laughs> but if you want if you want to get good and move up to the bongos, yeah. I got the bongos up here. But if you want to get good, you got to start somewhere. And anybody out there that's interested in doing this, start with one drum. That's what's up. Don't make don't make it difficult. And then once you start getting better, you're getting your form down. Then you add you add, you add the tumba. Okay. And then after you get with the tumba, then you. Then you get the quinto. The quinto. And then you have three. Okay. Yeah, and then if you get bored, you start with the bongos. Start playing the bongos. Set you up with a bongo on the side, because you know you're playing with different bands. Some some bands, some music. You could just use the con the the bongos, and that's easier to travel with your with your instrument. It's <laughs> just the bongos, uh. but yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a whole ordeal when you pack this stuff up you know because they're so big yeah yeah, for yeah. Sure. that's so dope that you said that though and i want all our listeners to know that but he said it and he hit it 
on the nail on the head. You need to practice. You know, it, it takes time. Everything that you want to be good at, you got to practice at it. It's very important. He also golfed for LSU. And when he was golfing at LSU, he had to practice. And practice makes perfect. You know what I mean? So, 100%. Yeah. yeah, dog. So that is so fucking dope, bro. And what is the thing that intrigued you the most? Say, uh, okay, I'm going to start off with one. Now that I got the feel for both, now I'm going to add the third one, and then I'm going to add the bongos. Like, what made you feel like, okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. Desire. Yeah. It's, it's, it's desire to play the music that our people grew up with. For real. You know what dope. I mean? Yeah. It's the desire. Like, me and my wife went to, uh, the first time I went to Puerto Rico, uh-huh. um, at six o'clock every night in Puerto Rico, if you get away from the touristy part, you got to get away from the touristy part. For sure. Go, into, go, go down the street where the people live. Yeah. And after, after dinner every night, and they play a thing called the, the, um, the bone, the, God, what is the name of that now? I'm losing it. Um, <laughs> there's a, it's, they call it a certain name, Okay, but everybody comes out, to their porches, to their patios. They bring out their drums and they play. And it's just a big old party, huh? It's just a party for the whole village. That's dope. So at the same time every night, it just gives you goosebumps oh, to I be there imagine. to see, to witness it. God, I wish I could remember the name of it. There's a name. The, the Bomba. The Bomba. That's the name of it. Bomba. It's the Bomba. Bomba. So it's time to play the Bomba. Nice. And it's just like, you know, you know, like sometimes in America, you get to need to go watch TV. Yeah. But, but over there, it's a different type of, it's a sense of community yeah. in their own country. For yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. That's so, that's dope, dog. La bomba, yeah. huh? <laughs> La bomba, the bomba, the bomba. That's what they call the bomba. They call it something different in, in Cuba. Yeah. But yeah, they don't, Cuba's different because it's not a free country. So, yeah, yeah I get you know, it. Yeah, it's, it's it's a tougher deal, but um, yeah, they if I took my, I would be afraid to take my drums to Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> they might take they might take them from me. Oh, but, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a struggle for the, for our brothers yeah, in Cuba. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Man. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good Cuban musicians. Oh yeah, that that we'll never know about. Yep. Because they can't they can't leave the island. Yep. Just and like there's all a them. few we. Yeah, just like all the baseball that's players it. too. You know what I mean? They they actually that's what that's what they live on. You know that's what they live for. They they don't go to school and they just play and play and play yeah. and that's what they live off of. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, yeah, yeah unfortunately, you know, uh, in our society, you would think that would have changed by now. You would think. Uh, back in uh, what was it twenty twenty twelve? I got the opportunity to go to Cuba. Me and my wife went and uh they uh when you're American you're always watched. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. If and whenever you leave the resort part, you have to have somebody with you. Yeah. And uh that's unfortunate because it kind of takes away from your the good time. Oh, for sure. So I we only went to Cuba because we we're you read. I've read maybe six different books on Che uh -huh. and a lot of that stuff growing up. Yeah. So it interests me to see what 
what I what I read and imagined. Yeah, for sure. I, I wanted to see it. And uh, the unfortunate is when you go on a tour, you got this guy watching you like, you know, and you feel like, Am I, maybe I am a government spy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, that's the way you get treated in Cuba. Yeah, no, it's not I, like yeah, it's not like going to the Dominican or Puerto Rico where it's just one big party. You're welcomed. It's a little different vibe in Cuba, which is which is unfortunate because it's a beautiful, beautiful country. Oh, I could imagine, man. I got a couple of friends that are Cubanos, man, and they say that they love it over there. But you know how it is, man. The government and everything else, and it's you don't, just, yeah, they don't eat right. They don't man. feed them right. They'll educate you. Oh, yeah. But but once they educate you, they own you. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. You get educated <laughs> and you're theirs. <laughs> so a little bit about the music, dog. Like, how long have you been in the music scene? Uh, what are some of the bands that you played with? What's some of the best venues that you've been at? And what's some of the best experiences that you've had playing the Congos, man? Some of my best experiences were in Miami. For sure. Because it's it was for the Latin Music Festival. They have it every April at nice. the beginning of the at the beginning of the month. Uh I, this year I played in a new venue in Colorado up in Loveland. It's called the Sunken Lagoon. Okay. And uh the the stage is in the water. Oh sick. Yeah, so you have people all around, but the the stage is mobile. Okay. So it kind of moves. So you gotta be careful you so don't get just floating. Yeah, you gotta be yeah, you got to be careful you don't get seasick. But uh, I played with a band called Jakarta out here. Um, of course, my brother's Latin soul, the De Leon brothers. Yeah. The Vic De Leon band. Big shout out to the De Leon uh, band, man. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're some bad cats. Um, I played with Fresh Pollock. Uh, that's more of a like a bluegrass style. Okay. Um, they do a lot of, uh, you know, uh, what's the guy's name? With a parrot on his shoulder, <laughs> you know uh, the pirate. Yeah, you know that. What was that one guy? He's pretty famous. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but yeah, I don't remember yeah. his name. I played. They played that kind of music. Okay. Um, yeah, I played with this guy Danny. He's called. He called himself Danny and the Jets. Danny and the Jets. Yeah. Shout out to Danny yeah. and the Jets, man. A lot of old style rock and roll. Nice. Um, yeah, of course I played in the orchestra as a child. Oh, that's at dope. School. Oh, that's dope. Man. That was with my that was with the stand up bass. That's what I learned on. Oh, that's sick, bro. Yeah. It was like two heads taller than me, but <laughs> I was I missed I missed school, and that was the only interest instrument left for when I went back to school. That yeah. I they said, well, just you know, there it is. That's all we have. <laughs> so I had to learn. Yeah, my dad told me make the best of it. Maybe you'll be good at it. So dope. yeah, but um, I've been. It, I wish my music, I wish I pushed my music more. Yeah. Um, and it's never too late for no. anybody out there listening. I mean, if, if you have the desire, you can get it, whatever you want, even if it's just a bass guitar. For sure. Because it's still a learning procedure for you. For sure. Um, I think as far as the congas go, it, it kind of got to be in your blood. Yeah. Because... A lot of people don't respect the congas. Oh, I bet. But if, but if you ever listen to Raul, uh, Giovanni, um, Paoli, yeah, it's they believe it's harder than a regular instrument because if you don't already have it inside you, you're not going to appreciate what you do. That's cool. Uh, and that's yeah, respect so cool. right there. You know what I mean? That's yeah. so dope. I'm glad that Darren is on the program with us. This program, you guys, 
already know we are here to motivate young people we are here to motivate people and he is telling you guys right now man it is not too late to learn it is never too late to learn and just practice you know master your craft love what you do enjoy what you do be a part of what you want and make sure that it is what you feel in your heart is the right thing to do 100 if you have an hour and a half a week, go take a class. For sure. Go learn something that you never thought you'd be able to do. If you're making money, you're paying your bills, you're a little bored, you have a couple hours, go down to the community college and take a class, man, and just enjoy yourself. Hell yeah. Because when you learn, after you learn, it's fun. Oh, yeah, big time, Di. And that's the thing about a lot of people who don't learn and they say, wow, I should have done that. Well, yeah, you should have done that. <laughs> don't don't, not, don't sell never, yourself short. You know what I mean? Life exactly. is short as it is. I, I hear that, brother. Yeah, yeah I know, hear that. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, 100%. Yeah, that, yeah, but that's yeah. cool, though, too, because, you know, you it, he's telling you to go to community college. Go to the community centers. A lot of community centers offer that, too. Guitar Center, I don't mean to throw that name out there, but it, they offer classes, too, <laughs> as well. And at the same time, guess what? YouTube teachers teach the same thing on YouTube. You are on your phone 100% of the time. I mean, take some time to learn off of that. A lot of people have learned off of YouTube as well, you know? Yeah. I've learned my uh, one of my uh, buddies that married my cousin. He's a conguero supremo. Oh, he's nice. great. Nice. And he still he'll still throw me some. He'll he'll text me a link to show me some new combinations that I may have not known. Yeah. And uh, once you get that good at something, it actually is fun to teach somebody. Oh, for real, for sure. Yeah. Because you're like, learning I, too. Yeah. yeah. Just a short story about uh, teaching golf. I would, I remember teaching and some of the pros I taught with would say, why are you giving that to them? I go, because I want them to come back. For real. When you scramble their brain and give them too much at the beginning, they get frustrated because golf isn't easy. Fuck no. That's a horror. Yeah, that's a horrible thing at the beginning, <laughs> especially especially if you're not a kid. Children have that natural elasticity in their body, for sure. And they pick, you know, they they can turn like nobody's business, for sure. But when you try to teach an adult and throw too much um, stuff at them, fundamentals yeah. at them too quickly, yep. they're not going to enjoy themselves. Fuck no. And at the end of the day, they're paying you so they can be happy, for sure. And you want and them to be happy. Them, Exactly. Because like or you said, they'll come yeah. back. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's no such thing as a bad student. Fuck no, there isn't. And don't be afraid this to ask questions. Student. You know what I mean? Exactly. Don't be afraid because there's people like Darren, there's people like me that are going to be very helpful. Yes, you always got that little turd, you know, that little shithead, whatever, not. But there's yeah. people like us that want to uh, educate people and make them better and have them come back and enjoy what they do, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you always wonder if you keep on learning, it feels like you're running out of time because you just want to keep going. Yeah, it, keep going. it feeds you, dog. Yeah. It's, it's like an animal. Feed yeah. me, man. I want more. You know, it's like Seymour from the Little Shop of Horrors, man. You know, <laughs> feed me, Seymour. <laughs> That's dope, dog. So play a little, play a little bit right there. Let's see. Let's get get us a little uh, rhythm right there.
That is what is up, y'all, man. It's your boy and prophet, Streets of Professor. You guys already know that I only bring the best of the best to the program. And today we have my family, man, out in Denver, Colorado. Darren, man, tell them where they can find you, kid. You want my address? Ah, give them your, <laughs> give them your social yeah, media. Yeah, you can look, my my email address is uh Sandman Pais dot thirty three at Gmail. Email me, ask me any question you want, I'll answer it for you. That's what's That's up. again Sandman just like Sandman. My last name's Pais, P A I Z dot thirty three at Gmail. Yeah, look me up. And I'll maybe I'll post some stuff where I'm playing. Yeah, this coming this coming spring, and uh, it's kind of slow right now in Colorado because everybody's freezing to death. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anybody want to email me? I'll be more than happy to answer any questions if I can. That's so dope, Doc. Thank you for that, yeah. and thank you to our listeners, man. You guys heard it here, yeah. man. Email him, uh, get him some questions. Um, once you post all those pictures, send them my way, and we'll go ahead and. Uh, Give you that promotion too as well and send them out on our pages too as well. That way people can see what you're doing, dog. I respect what you do, right. man. And right. it's funny how you said that. Um, it's funny how you touched base on something earlier. You cannot feed people too much information at one point in time because you're right. They're going to get frustrated. They're going to be overwhelmed. Take your time in learning. It's like if you were, it's like, it's like where we work, dog, huh? It's like, hey, this is where yeah. it's at. Here you go. Fuck it. And then people don't, people quit. It's really simple. You know what I mean? Take your time with it. Be a student of the game, basically. You know what yeah. I mean? I got to learn that really young in life because I went to Catholic school. <laughs> and in, in Catholic school, they're going to teach you one time. Yeah. If you miss it, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> even, even though your parents are forking out the cash right. for that school, it's not like I love public school. I, I, you know, when I got to go to public school, I was so happy I because imagine. if I, you know, because every kid daydreams, and you're going to miss something the teacher says, <laughs> but you can always go ask the teacher. Not in Catholic school, Is and that, you know what? I'm, I'll be a Catholic for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's my religion. That was my parents, but. I would send my kids to public school, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so if you missed, if you missed it, that's why everybody was a travieso because they're like, ah, fuck it, man. I didn't, man, I missed it, so fuck it, whatever. Like, what do you guys want to do? <laughs> Just got to fight and learn something else, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy, dog. You know, and I know no disrespect to you know the Catholic schools or to private schools or everything, but every school system has their own system. You know what I mean? And as long as you're in school stay in school finish school that's all a parent asks for their kids you know what i mean it's like right. i asked my daughter too as well you know hey, you're a sophomore just finish high school once you finish high school life is gonna take you in a direction that hey you're gonna learn you're gonna fall you're gonna get it back up and you guess what yeah. you're gonna live life man you know yeah and if one door closes another one's gonna open oh big time dog big time that's, boom, how, boom. That, that's how it is yeah. with the program everybody asks me like how do you get all these guests on your show and i was like it's simple i'm not afraid to be denied i like it i love it because it's like you weren't meant to be on the show hey i got a podcast what do you do you know come to the come to the show tell us your story and let us know I, your story interests me and they're like no okay well it wasn't your turn so hey you hey what's up and they're like okay cool fuck it let's do it and i was like all right cool let's yeah. go we got a podcast you know what i mean yeah. and it's cool yeah if there's any kids sitting down listening to us right now you could do whatever you want there it is i mean 
roadblocks are going to hit you throughout your whole life. And I'm just talking humanity in general. I'm not talking Latinos, white, yeah, yeah. whatever. You're always going to have a roadblock. It's how you work your way around that roadblock, kids. And it's important. It's important to just learn something new. That's what's up. Every, at least every week. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's not, it doesn't always work to learn something new every day yeah. because you get caught up in your life. It gets tedious. You're doing the same things a lot of times. But if you have a half hour, you have an hour, you have an hour and a half. Don't spend that in front of the TV. For sure. Learn something. Pick something up and read it. Um, I know that sounds old school because of all the computers and the video games and all that. But if you're not going to design video games, why are you spending four hours a day on them? For sure. That's just I mean, that's just my way I look at it, you know. And me as an educator, too, as well, because you know that I taught and that I was in the public school system for 12 years as well. One of the greatest things to tell kids is read. Reading is the greatest tool for your brain, especially for you guys that are singer songwriters. Reading opens up your mind to a lot of things. I want to tell everybody something. When you are watching a movie, people... Do not like subtitles. Guess what? Put the subtitles on a movie. That right there, you're reading the plot. You're reading the script that has been written for that movie, and you're getting your reading in while you're watching a movie. That's just something that might help you out, that might interest you. You never know. Yeah. I I agree 100%. And uh, when you're watching that particular movie that you enjoy, you think about what those people in that movie did to get to that position. For sure. And it probably has a lot to do with reading. Oh, it has to do uh, with reading because you yeah. have to read a script. Yeah. So we have a couple exactly. of actors that are going to come on to our show. One of them is my cousin. And he says the same thing. As an actor, you are reading a script. And the producer, let me tell you something. If he doesn't like it, he'll rewrite it. And you have to go back and reread the yeah. script in order to get the job done. Yeah, and you got to read it in front of a lot of people. Yeah, for sure, dog. <laughs> Yo, so what is the thrill that you get, dog, as a fucking Congo player up on the stage, man? What is it when you feel when the lights start flashing on you and bang, 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 everything yeah. just goes off, dog? The feeling I get is, I guess, first would be joy. And uh, I feel very proud when that dance floor is full. For sure. Because that, that means I'm doing my job right. But I don't feel this as a job. Yeah. This is pure enjoyment for me. Awesome. To do that. Uh, yeah, because, like, you know, we could be home watching TV. Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people. People will talk to me about movie show or TV shows today. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Sure. Because if I have a couple hours, I'm down in this basement. Nice. And I'm, I'm hitting these things or working out. Yep. Or if it's nice out, I'm hitting all. So, I mean, I can't, you know, I got that bad back, so I can't hit as many as I used to. Yeah. <laughs> but if I can get in like 250 shots, you know, maybe go and have a, you know, have a nice tea or something. A beer, Talk that's about, what you wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have an Arnold Palmer yeah. with a little bit of, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, doing stuff is more important. Maybe I just got old. No, nah, bro, that's just, the thing. Yeah. People need yeah. to stay active. You know what I mean? It's really good mm-hmm. to find something to, you know, do. 
Like you said, you go hit golf balls, you uh, play the congos, and then uh, you're out there just being active. That's what it is. There's too many people yeah. right now that are not being active. A lot of kids right now are not being active. You don't see yeah. kids on their bikes no more. You see crackheads on the bikes. You don't. You don't. You know. You don't <laughs> see them skating. You don't see them playing basketball in the parks no more. Everybody's yeah. just stuck on their phones, which kind of sucks. But I mean, that's the new generation now. But stay yeah, active. And perhaps we'll evolve one day back a little bit. We should. Because, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's hard to see. It, it really is hard to see. Oh, I totally it, agree it, with you. Yeah, it's up to the parents. There it is yeah. right there. Yeah. I'm glad you hit it. It's up to the parents, yeah. bro. I'm yeah. glad one of yeah. us said it because I was going to say it too. It's up to you guys, man. If you let your kids rot, they're gonna their brain's going to rot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. if you're out there and being active with them, that's one thing that's so funny about me. I, I do have TVs, of course, in my house, but I just have a VCR. Uh, if anybody knows what a VCR is, <laughs> and I have a DVD <laughs> player. <Yeah. laughs> that's what I have, dude. I, I don't have no internet. Uh, when my kids come up here, uh, we play board games. We're at the park. We're at the lake we're doing things we're active we're not on the phones all the time you know and that's what i love yeah. about it because i don't like poisoning their mind of course we'll come back home and we'll watch a movie but that's at nighttime that's when it's our downtime right. you know what i mean yeah. so that's dope though how's your babies doing oh, they're baby's doing doing beautiful well? yeah man i get to see them in uh two weeks they're gonna come up here i'm gonna take them to the lowrider super show and they're gonna hang mm. out they want to go catch a phoenix suns game too as well you know what i mean what is Phoenix Suns? Is that basketball? Uh, in Arizona? I don't know, bro. I'll just miss it. I'll just miss it. Hey, you already know being an Arizona fan is the worst, dog. Diamondbacks look sweet. Yeah, man. They got a young team. They're hungry, you know. They all want that big old contract. So I think next year is going to be a good year for them, too, as well. Yeah. So when yeah, I was out when I, when I was out in Denver, too, I was able to catch a Colorado Rockies game, man. That that stadium is sick. You like minor league baseball? Oh, yeah. I play minor league baseball. Yeah, that's what they play here. Yeah. <laughs> at Coors Field. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. I grew up. Yeah, I grew up as a Yankee fan. Okay. My, my grandfather, my grandfather on my dad's side, when he was a little boy, he worked at the old Yankee Stadium selling those hot peanuts nice. back in the, the 50s, yeah. 40s and 50s. So, uh, yeah, so that man would talk about Mickey Mantle before he'd say hello to you. Damn, that's dope. So I kind of grew up around people that knew real baseball. For sure. And, and we've been waiting for years. They said they're going to get us a team here, yeah. but they just never did it. <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> That's going to piss off a lot of people, but what's real is real. Yo, for real, dog. I, I totally agree with that. That's why I'm telling you, it's hard to be an Arizona fan, man. Yeah. Like, I love my Arizona Wildcats, but come on now. They are always up by, like, 12 points with a minute and a half, and they always end up by losing by 20. I'm like, who the fuck does that? You know, the, yeah. the Phoenix Suns, I hate to knock on my Suns, man, but we don't defense and we don't rebound, man. Let's go. Let's get with it, you know? The Phoenix Suns have a lot of superstars, and that can hurt the team. The team aspect. Yeah, for sure. Too, too many, not enough balls yeah. <laughs> to go around. Right? You know, you got to throw them balls out there, and everybody uh -huh. wants to take the shot. You but, got uh, no huevos. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> Those aren't the balls I meant, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they show. Uh, I, I don't know. I like. I like. Uh, what's the guy? They got rid of Chris Paul, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's with Golden State. I haven't been following him much. Yeah, they, I still have a hand. 
I still have a hangover from that world championship we got last year. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah, Denver represented big time, man. That's what's up. How was the party down there, Doc, when Denver won? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Downtown was amazing. Uh, a lot of us that go way back to the ABA, it, it brought a tear to my eye. I could because imagine. Because there was, there was many times where we should have won it all in yeah. the ABA. Yeah. And something would always happen. Somebody would get hurt. David Thompson would fall down the stairs at Studio 54 in New York <laughs> and ruin it. You know, so it was always, you know, David Thompson, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Yep. If you ask Michael Jordan, that's his favorite player. For sure. We had him here. Yeah. But we just couldn't keep him out of the clubs. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we had a wonderful team in the ABA. For and sure. uh, the only re- you know, you know the reason why they had the merger, right? Why is that? You remember, you remember that story? I know you're younger, a lot younger than me. Yeah. But the reason why the, the ABA merged the four teams. Why is that? Do you remember the Do you remember the four teams? No, I don't. Educate us. It's okay. Okay, so you had the New York Nets. Uh huh. You had the Indiana Pacers. Okay. San Antonio Spurs, the Denver Nuggets, and the reason why they took those four teams and nobody else is because those four teams already had nice arenas. Oh, nice. And another reason why the NBA needed to merge is because the ABA was kicking their ass in ticket sales. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that because the ABA was at the highest point before the NBA got to be the NBA. Yeah, Yeah, we had Larry Keenan, Dr. J, David Thompson, just all kinds of – George Gervin from the Spurs, the the Iceman. The Iceman. The the ABA was sweet. Oh, yeah, Doc. And it was was a show – from the time they walked, they used to have dunk contests in the layup lines. Oh, shit. That's sick. So the crowd would go, woo, woo. Uh, that's how cool <laughs> the NBA was. And you had the red and white and blue basketball. Yeah, the basketball, yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, that's a little education for the young kids. Yeah, for sure. There's going to be a test later. <laughs> little pop quiz. That's what I love, man. Yeah, I remember those four teams. That's dope. Yeah. So, yeah, so when New York went in the NBA, the Nets, they moved to New Jersey. Yeah. And that's how they became the New Jersey, New Jersey Nets. Nets. Yeah. yeah. Now they're back in New York as Brooklyn. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's an island. We all get around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so one thing that I loved about Denver, um, I am a photographer too as well. And just the artwork that you guys have out there. And I know that um, the taggings that you guys have out there, it's all over the place over there, dog. Yeah. Like, how do you guys embrace the art out there? Because I know when we were cruising downtown and I was delivering, you guys even had those uh, box trailers from the trains that were all stuck together. And yeah. it, it was crazy, man. The, I what, wish I could have taken you to see more of the Chicano art. Oh, I would have loved there's, that. There's different parts of uh, town. We have great artists here that don't get their just due because most of things is in New Mexico. Okay. You know, the, the great so-called Chicano artists are mostly in New Mexico. But we have some muralists here, uh, Native Americans. Yeah. They do a wonderful job, man. That's maybe it. maybe I could take some pictures. I'll go around town, take some pictures, and send them to you. Fuck yeah, that'd so be you dope. Can, so you can show your boys in Arizona, show your audience. Yeah, for sure. That'd because be dope. Yeah, yeah, Denver has a lot to offer if you're in, you know, the Latino community doesn't get its just due because we're Colorado and the yeah. White Mountains and all that chingadera. <laughs> but, uh, 
we do have a strong uh, art artist art background, and um, yeah, I'll, that's what I'll do. That man, yeah. I'll make a point. To, I'll take some pictures of some some art. Um, we, a lot of us used to travel to San Diego to Chicano Park, yeah. and there's a lot of people from here that are on that art nice. in San Diego. Nice. Yeah. Porky's on that art out there. Uh, of course, Cesar Travis. For sure. There's a lot of people that that made a contribution to us that, that don't get credit because yeah. a lot of people just don't like art. Oh, somebody spray painted that. Yeah. No, there's a there's a meaning behind what that says. Word. So, uh, yeah. No, I'll do that, man. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, no, no. I, it's because I fell in love with it, dog. Every time I would yeah. go to a different spot, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to hit this back alley really quick. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah. I was like, damn, this is so fucking tight. And the fact that the people there embrace it is even doper. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's nothing to them. It's just like, hey, man, this is art. This is cool. You know, this is what we are. This is what Denver has to offer, you know, and I, I respect all the artists and everything that they do. They got a lot of cool little uh, bars in there, too, as well, man. I, I stopped in there yeah. and the artwork that they have in the bars itself was yeah. just amazing, man. I seen a piece of art about 25 years ago. I was in a coffee shop. And it was so beautiful to me. It was uh, it was a gal, a girl. Uh huh. Young girl, young girl, maybe 17, sitting on the sand with a Cuban flag wrapped around her, oh, shivering. Nice. You could, even though it was a still art, you, felt you, could it. See her, you could see her emotions in her face. Yeah. She's on the sand with, her, with the, the Cuban flag, and off in the distance is our flag. Oh, nice. Like, and right, underneath, right underneath it, it says freedom. Nice. And uh, they were taking bids. So my wife goes, bid. <laughs> so I did, and I bid $1,200. Somebody beat me out, bid 1500 Damn. And I regretted never yeah. getting that piece <laughs> of art, man, because I love that piece. I mean, I have art down here. In my, I could turn my phone around. I got uh, old Bob Marty over here. There Can you is. see it? Yeah, yeah. Most yeah. Of I got my signed uh, Santana guitar. Nice. Signed by Carlos. That's what's yeah. up. Most of this this basement where I play my music and my little bar and everything, it's it's almost a tribute to the man. That's it. That's all. Yeah, yeah, because he makes me special. He makes me feel special. I have sports. I have David Thompson. Um, who do I have over here? Jackie Robinson. I got a lot of that older stuff that. Maybe the kids don't really get today, but <laughs> hey, but all that is worth it, man. All that is oh, history yeah. right there, dog. Educate, 100%. educate yourselves, man. Old school over new school any fucking day, yo. Yeah, you talk to kid. You know, you have uh, the good thing about talking sports, the debate yeah. surrounding it. You know, they'll add, well, who is the greatest baseball player of all time? Some kid said Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Great player. Don't yeah. get me wrong. For sure. Great. The greatest ever. Come on, nah, man. Not even close. <laughs> yeah, a, a very beautiful swing, but nah, not even close. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. My favorite baseball player was Roberto Clemente. Hey, that's what's up. And the, more, the reason why is not just because he was a great on the field. Yeah. He was a great human being. Yeah. He was a very outspoken yeah. person, and yeah. he believed in the culture, and he also believed in uh, – being equal as one. Yeah. And he died 
doing community work, yep. taking food to people that needed food. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So like people will argue, well, you never got to see him. I said, I seen the video. Right. And I've seen what he did for his own people. Yeah. That's all I need. That's all I need. For sure. You know, that's called everybody respect likes right see, there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody likes to see home runs. Right. But wouldn't you wouldn't you rather win the game? Right. <laughs> I know I know I would. <laughs> right. Hell yeah. yeah slap a bunch of base hits, win the game. Right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm good with that. That that yeah. feeling that uh winning the game is a lot better than anything else. So Yeah, that's the main thing. We yeah. we play to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> I love that thing. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah, man. So music, dog, talk a little bit about the music, man. Like what does music mean to you? Um other than um, self-expression, mm-hmm. it it means happiness. Uh-huh. Happy more so than anything is it makes me feel good. I mean, I can have a bad day on the route, and I come home and hear, "Oh man, I haven't heard this song in a long time." Let me let me throw it down on my congas with this song. Put my earphones on and just play a song, and it makes you feel alive. For sure. Yeah, a live like when you're playing music and everybody is on the same page. It's 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 like euphoria in a there sense. You go. Right? Yeah, I like that. You, you can breathe <laughs> with no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your even your breath feels good oh, when you're breathing. Yeah. Fuck. When yeah. you're hitting those. Yeah. Everybody's playing. Nobody's amp is up any higher than anybody else's you could go back and for the young kids that are getting into music i would suggest you put on the earth wind and fire album yeah because when, cause when you hear ewf play a song you can hear every single musician's instrument in that band no ego just beautiful music yep that's one yeah that's that would be one of the main bands that I would have anybody that wanted to understand what we mean by the go. feeling of music, you listen to them. That's I mean, up. there's a lot of good, don't, no, that's just one band. Oh yeah. But, um, there's a lot of good bands. I mean, you know, whether you're a rock and roller or more like me, I'm more eclectic with my music likes. Yeah. Um, I can listen to one song of Led Zeppelin and turn around and listen to, to uh, Mark Anthony. <laughs> and, it, and it makes me feel the same for sure you know you know uh there's some bands i grew up i don't understand i you know <laughs> i um like the dark side of the moon album yeah by uh pink floyd pink floyd uh-huh i guess i never did enough drugs to understand it but i yeah i didn't ever i mean god bless pink floyd they you know they did well for themselves but i i didn't like that kind of music yeah you know what i mean yeah. i like I, I like music it makes you move your head for sure. Get your bobbing you and weaving. Your, yeah. yeah. Like some of my friends, the the kids I used to when I used to coach boxing, some of the kids you say, "How come you don't like the new music?" I said, "If it makes me move my head, it's good music." Yeah, right. And yeah. If you're just objectifying women, I'm probably not going to want to listen very long. No doubt. Because it just gives me a bad taste. But if the music makes you, I mean, you go back to when I was a kid. And when Planet Rock came out, when that song came out, I mean, you can play that for your audience. That (laughs) song makes everybody move their head. Oh, for sure. Till the day. Zapp and Roger. Yeah. Big shout out to Zapp and Roger, man. We're going to get you on the program too. 
<laughs> you might be able to get. You can't get Roger because he's gone. No, he, he's, he's not with. He's not with us no more. But there's a couple of his brothers that are still around. Oh yeah, uh, we actually we did a show with. The, we did a show for them uh, about three months ago. So, but they still okay. go by the name of Zap and Roger. So yeah. Yeah, there was just some difficulties when he passed. Yeah. A lot of uh, hurt, a lot of hurt feelings. Yeah. Uh, somebody got more money than other. You know, yep. you know how it goes. Oh yeah. But uh, that band back oh, yeah. then, sure. um, And if you just like a bunch of guys on stage, like the boy bands they used to call, but didn't play instruments. Yeah. The whispers. Uh, the the four tops. The, the four seasons. The temptations. I mean, there's so. No, yeah, the Temptations. Yeah, I don't know why they think that. Spinners. Yeah. Yeah. Classics, the bro. Are, yeah. The people that are starting out and they want to learn music, you got to listen to all of them. Even, go, even if you like country, go listen to a little country. Oh, for sure. But co- country tends to be the easiest thing to play. It's storytelling, yeah. though, in, in, in a sense. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why I always tell everybody uh, – Rap and hip hop has its difference too, and uh, hip hop is more storytelling than rap. Country is right. storytelling, you know what I mean. Right. And it's funny yeah. how we're seeing a lot of transitional people from rappers to go into country singing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, one of the first rappers was Johnny Cash. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so no, I I feel exactly what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. What kind of doggy you got, dog? Come here, Jing. I'll show you. Come here, Jingo. He's named after. 1969 Santana song, of course. Come here. So, this is my Jack Russell Jingo. Yeah, Jingo in the building. (laughs) He's 12 years old. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah, he still thinks he's three months. He plays the ball every day. Oh, that's good. Yeah, this is my man. He's named after, uh, like I said, Jingo, the song Jingo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Oh, yeah. That's cool, dog. Yo, man, I'm so glad, man, that we uh, were able to talk, man, and sync, uh, link up. You know what I mean? It's been a long time, yeah. you know, just seeing you face to face because I text you every once in a while, too, as well. And we call each other every once in a while. But just seeing you, man, it's, it's great. It's good to see you, dog. It is, man. Hey, man, much love, brother. Yeah, for anything, sure. Any, anything you need, any of your uh, guys need something from somebody from Denver, just tell them to just, just, Throw me an email. Yeah. If they're close to you, give them my number. For sure. I, I, yeah, I really appreciate that, man. That's what this, yeah, uh, that's what I was saying. This, that's, that's what this program brings, man. We bring family. We bring unity. We bring nothing but positive spirits to this program, man. Yo, Darren, tell them where they can find you at one more time, kid. You can find me at Sandman Paiz, P-A-I-Z, 30.33 at gmail.com. That's what's uh, looking forward. Looking forward to hearing from you all. Um, anything I could do to help, I, yeah. um, you know, I'm not giving you no money, guys out there, but I'll help <laughs> you any way I can. I know, huh? Everybody <laughs> asks for money, like, well, dude, don't yeah. you work, dog, or don't you, you know, go do something with your life? You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, hey, can you lend me twenty bucks? Can you lend me eighty bucks? Yeah. And I'm like, dog, that adds up. And then eventually, yeah. if I give you that one time, guess what? You're gonna be coming back again, yeah. and that ain't happening. Yeah. Next thing you know, you'll be borrowing sugar. <laughs> you know, just come borrow some brown sugar. <laughs> yeah. Then you have to borrow back your your uh, snow shovel because they borrowed it and never gave it back to you. Yo, dog. So talk about that a little bit, man. Are you shoveling snow, or do you the snow plowers come through your house, or how does that work, dude? They do the street, but I yeah, I shovel my own. These are my snow blower right here. <laughs> I was always worried if I bought one. 
it never snow anymore. And it's almost getting like that. Really? So it's already January. I've only shoveled twice. That's crazy. Since, since October, we're not getting a lot of a lot of moisture. Wow. We're getting the we're getting the cold. Yeah. Because it's it's coming down from Canada. Okay. What what are they calling it? Some Arctic flow or yeah. Chingadera. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what exactly they I, call it, but I like the name yeah, of that. Arctic Chingaderas. Yeah, it's Arctic Chingadera. <laughs> they want to build. They want to build a wall down there. They should build a wall on Canada. That's where all the fucking cold air comes from. <laughs> you heard it here first, man. Build a wall over there because those Mexicans go underneath it and around it and over it. Yeah, we gonna stop us. <laughs> Just like old Coach Prime says, we coming. That's it. That's it. And and we're Latinos, coming. The, yeah, the Latinos are coming. Yeah, hey, for sure. And we're dog. staying. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Yo, man, this has been a classic, man. This is your boy, El Profe, Streets of Professor. That's right, with another hit classic. From Hits Off The Streets, the number one podcast sweeping the streets, baby. And in this case, we are shoveling the streets out in Denver, man, via telephone with my boy, Darren Paez. That's what's up, D. Yo, man, it's been an honor, bro. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for opening up the doors. Thank you for opening up your workplace with me, too, as well, and just being who you are, dog. I love that. God bless you, hermano. Yo, so um, our co-host, Baby D, sends us the quote of the day, and we will reflect on that. And this is what she sends. Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fail behind you. Or fall behind you, I'm sorry. Let me read that again. Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. What do you think about that? That's deep. Yeah. Yeah. She she must have went to Oxford, man. Or just she a poet? Hell no. Baby, She's from Nogales, bro. <laughs> She's a Chicana. Chicana poet. She's an East Side hey, Gremlin. I, I see a lot of your Facebook friends, man. Yeah. You're like you're, you're like the Elvis Presley of Nogales, aren't you? <laughs> just a little bit more wapo, bro, and a little bit more brown. You know how it is. Man, wapo, wapo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh, are you thumbing through Facebook and you see, see this beautiful woman and we have one friend. So I go, who's the, our one friend? This guy here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy's got all these women, man. Yeah. Friends, man. You know how it is, dog. I just keep it real. I'm just man. playing catch up, brother. Yeah. Playing catch up. <laughs> yeah, so Baby D always hits us with the quote and she always nails them, man. She's always on point with them and she's a great co host, too, as well. So big shout outs to Baby D out there in Olales, Arizona, always repping. And we reached that part of the program that I like to call Famous Last Word of a fool what's up fool this is the part of the program that i am handing over to you darren if you have any questions for your boy if you want to educate everybody out there if you have a quote that you would like to say educate our listeners say something special it's your program man okay i'm gonna say this because it's relative to me for sure the people that you love Make sure they know that every day. Awesome. Because tomorrow's not promised to any of us. No, it's not. And uh, my boy here knows my story. Yeah. I've uh, 
I'm the only one left in my immediate family that's still alive. I've lost, I lost all my siblings. My mom and dad, of course, passed away. And a year and a half ago, I lost my wife. Yep. And uh, I, I have people always tell me, how in the hell can you stay upbeat? And it's because of that gentleman upstairs that's been taking care of me my whole life. Amen. And uh, make sure you tell the people you love every day how you feel about them. And your life, you'll you'll keep your energy, even when you've had the loss that I've had. Your your energy will stay strong, and realize that the Lord has a plan for all of us. So don't give up. Don't go in a shell. I could have given up for sure. And uh, it's just me and this little bingo here, Jingo, <laughs> living in living in this house is too big for me now because it's just us two, and. Uh, Every day I wake up with a smile on my face because I I have my primos and my primas that take care of me. They look out for me. Um, there's always somebody out there that's going to step up. For sure. And you don't know that until something bad happens to you. But you have the main word is faith. There it is, faith. As long as you have faith. It's good to have faith in the Lord, but you have to have faith in people too. For sure. And And... That's, I guess that would probably be, I hope I said that right. You did. Uh, kind of, a little bit hard, you know, but. Um, hey, but I respect yeah, you, Doug. I, I respect yeah, you for saying yeah. that, man. And you've come a long way, man. And I got to say the same thing, bro. You're a strong person, man. Uh, I was there with you, too, during some tough times. And, you know, I was always there for you, bro. I'd always check up yeah, on you. you. And I, I still check up on you all the time. And, you know what? I love you, dog. You're your family here, bro. You too, so it's really cool, man. You have earned a place in my heart that is bigger than anybody else, dog. And I appreciate that. Hey, much love, man. Much love. For yeah. sure, for sure. Hopefully I can get there. I want to go down to check you out man yeah man. maybe yeah i get five weeks off a year i might as well go to arizona right <laughs> come check it out man we can get yeah. a we can get a golf game with my mom too as well you, you, uh, i've already told her about you too she's a badass golfer too as well so she'll we probably some, kick my ass uh, she'll kick all of our asses and she'll talk shit while she can, <laughs> and she'll talk shit at the two <laughs> well that's even better right yeah. <laughs> she probably she probably tee it up from the same tee box as me and kick my ass. Oh, she does. She does. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she gets kicked off of all the men's league because she can hit it farther than all the other dudes, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> so give out your final shout-outs, kid. Uh, my shout-out is to Arizona. I don't spend enough time there. Um, my shout-out is to you, of course. I mean, people like you in my life keep me smiling. Uh, shout out to all the people that are pack meals at the post office. They get up every day, do a hard job, and keep on going. Um, shout out to everybody that's been in my life that's made me the person I am today. Um, I've been very lucky in a lot of ways, brother, that uh, uh, things have worked out, even though I've had a lot of tragedy. Things have actually worked out. I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm rich in here. And I'm rich in here because up. of the people that love me. And, uh, yeah, every day's a new day. That is what is up, man. Rich in your heart and rich in your mind. Couldn't have yeah. been, couldn't put it in any better words, man. Famous <laughs> last you. words of a fool brought to you by your boy, El Profe. What's up, fool? Challenge <laughs> yourself. It's the only path which leads to growth. 
Morgan Freeman said that. And big shout out to Morgan Freeman. You got to challenge yourself every day because life hits you with many challenges. And it hits us in every different direction and in different ways to different people. But as Darren says, wake up with a smile. Wake up with a great attitude. That's the attitude that I always carry with myself too as well. I try to make everybody's day a little bit better with my genuine attitude, my positivity, my laughter, my smile, and just acknowledging people. That right there is huge, man. Big shout-outs to my mom. Big shout-outs to my dad. Big shout-outs to the whole uh, Hits Off the Streets uh, team, man. And most of all, big shout-outs to all our listeners that are listening to us. This has been a great, great episode, man. And I thank you once again for your time, dog. It's been awesome, man. I'm glad we did this, bro. It was fucking much due, bro. (laughs) Once again, man, I appreciate you looking out. Yeah, you've been you've been a really good friend. I wish we could see each other more often, but we'll get together. Oh, for sure. We'll do something. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. So this has been another great podcast from Hits Off the Streets. Your boy, Ed Profe, Streets of Professor. That's right, bringing you another fucking hit classic. You already know who it is, man. Check us out. This is uh, Darren Paez. One more time, dog. Tell them where they can find you before we close out the show. You can find me at Sandman Paez. Dot 33 at gmail.com. Whenever, just drop me a line, man. We'll get together. We'll talk. We'll cut it up. Yeah, yeah. You already know who it is, man. El Profe, Streets of Professor. Everybody that is out there listening, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Buenos dias, buenas noches, buenas tardes. We are out. Say later, dog. Later, dog. <laughs>